It's starting to come together, Pepper. It's starting to come together. The Astros went to Seattle. It was vintage Verlander. Jordan and Tucker supported with the bats, and so did Abreu and Maldonado. Let's talk about this great win on tonight's Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Beerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Greg H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we update your joints for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HTML Wellhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive. I love beating the Mariners. Always Stros. The uh, number of today is four. That's the uh, the Astros' magic number for the postseason. And, of course, for the AL West, it's a little bit more. But right now, it's about making a postseason. And, guys, you know what? Thank you for helping us become the podcast we are. Uh, today, we went to a, a Sabre event, and we were talking uh, to them about the Locked on Astros podcast. And a lot of it has to do with y'all as listeners. I mean, y- y'all listeners and the fact that y'all uh, become everydayers, somebody that support the podcast, you subscribe to us, you give us a fat thumbs up and you be you listen to us every day, whether it's on YouTube, Apple, Odyssey, wherever you listen to podcasts, go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. So um, Verlander was pretty darn good. This isn't a guy that was coughing up home runs left and right earlier, oh. like he was doing earlier. And the Astros offense came alive because why? We're not at home. Uh, and Alvarez <laughs> and Tucker both crushed the bomb bombs. I don't know if they've even land, landed yet. Uh, so oh, we'll have to do they some about, uh, further investigation into that. Uh, and then Martin Malonado and Abreu uh, contributed. And Abreu, that was an awesome triple. And Julio Rodriguez, I thought he was Mr. Best center fielder out there. He kind of uh, blew mm. that ball there. But the bad, Astros get a win. They've got to get some wins against these Mariners, and we're going to talk about this and more on today's Locked On Astros podcast. That's right. Look, let's just let's just start with Vintage Verlander because he deserves all the press right now. This guy literally, I believe he had seven of his eight innings pitched were like seven of his first eight innings were basically perfect. Um, they had a couple hits in that one inning, and then of course Rojas let off with that hit against him in the eighth, and Dusty immediately pulled him, which I thought was a good move on his part. Right. But Justin Verlian on the mound tonight, Eric looked locked in. And in that inning where they, where they went up by four and they got the bases loaded with one out, you were like, okay, this is where things have been unraveling all season long. We've gotten into innings like this and the starting pitchers just, just, you know, kind of crap the bed. They give up runs. The other team takes the lead. And then the Astros are scratching and clawing the rest of the way. That didn't happen today. And you and I were talking on the way back from this event tonight that this is key. And and although Justin Verlander, I don't think would ever say it because he's not the guy that says, I want to prove something to you. I think he's out to prove something. I really think tonight showed that with Martin Maldonado behind the plate, who he loves behind the plate and the guys at the, you know, 
the guys backing him up with the bats. It was phenomenal. But get this. He is tied 41st all time with 256 wins with none other than Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit, we know, ended his career with with the Astros. He's one of the winningest pitchers in playoff history. But that right there, Justin Verlander tied 41st all-time with Andy Pettit with 256 wins tonight. Up next is Ted Lyons at 260. After that, Gus Whining at 265 and Jim McCormick at 265, both tied at 38. So he's tied 41st all-time. What a great win. What a great exclamation point because they needed this, Eric. Well, um, I just wanted to clarify that he did finish his career with the New York Yankees, but um, well, okay, he went back to the Yankees, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay, for actually yeah, well, five right. more seasons. Um, he actually. Oh, that's took, right. Uh, okay. Twenty eleven and uh, off, but then he came back in twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. I think it had to do with I forgot some injury where he had to get some some type of. I, I don't want to speculate, but what it, it was kind of it was injection, something. <laughs> something. but um, I want to clarify something. Um, I'm really offended. Um, one of the comments that we had on YouTube was a rally animal. Uh, you got to respect him. It's a rally hippo. So if you're going to say bring the rally hippo back on a show, the rally animal, it, it's not a animal. It's a hippo. So give the hippo some respect. So the rally hippo worked today. The Astros were able to score some runs, and they needed to because it looks like the Rangers are going to win again. And unfortunately, it just looks like they're going to—they may run away with the division unless there's something going on there. But um, right now, all you can do is focus on the Mariners. You got to just go out there and win every game you can, and hope that the if the I don't want to root for the Rangers, but if that's the only way to get into the playoffs, to get into the dance, is you've got to have the Rangers beat the Mariners. So. Well, this is what I want. I want to sweep the Mariners. I want the Rangers to lose their next two games versus the Angels, and then I want the Rangers to split with the Mariners. And I think if they do that, the Astros end up tied with the Rangers. And if they end up tied with the Rangers, they take the division. Because, look, guys, the division is not out of the picture. Like we're all acting like we have to just lay down and take sixth place. And I know MLB Network was saying the team that's in sixth place is going to be playing the most baseball, blah, blah, blah. But what kind of boost would that be for this team and a crushing blow to the Rangers of Arlington who play in Tough Shed Stadium? How great would it be and how crushing would it be for them to take on a loss and fall like that? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it could happen. And if this team does what they're capable of, it's definitely not out of the picture. Um, Eric, tonight's win, the bats came to support him. Look, we're going to talk about Jordan. We're going to talk about Tucker. But can we talk about Abreu, not only his bat, but his glove? I, I mean, um, the the key triple by Jose Abreu, right? that was huge. And then two of those runs that didn't happen with two outs. They but, haven't been hitting with. Yeah, it, that was a leadoff triple. You buried the I lead know. there. That I was know. a leadoff was, triple. And then two outs true. after that. And then it was up to Mauricio Dubon. And Dubon was a guy that a lot of people at the beginning of the year were like, we have to count on him. Jose Altuve is going to be out for how long? 
and we have to count on this guy. And yes, he did go through a little rough uh, patch, but now he's becoming Mr. Dependable. He's becoming a guy that in a big situation, he seems to come up clutch. And that's what he did today. He got an RBI. And so he, I, um, that's all he got today. But Martin Maldonado had the two hits and then Alvarez had the, the blast of a home run. I don't know if it's landed yet. Then Tucker had a home run as well, but the offense came to play and Abreu, uh, we saw it on the way back. I was watching on my phone and he just made a sick uh, catch or a dive oh, at first man, base to try to, to get that play. So uh, this was a all in all great team win and Ver- for Dusty to leave Verlander out there in the ninth inning to try to give him a chance to for a complete game at this age after the season he's had. I think that's uh, respect a for the future hall of famer and respect for the game he's had. And he's finished with 96 pitches. He probably could have finished the ninth inning, but at this point, Dusty Baker's like, okay, kid, I gave you a chance, <laughs> but um, now it's time for us to worry about the ball game. So, well, and you were deep enough in the game that you weren't going to use a lot of arms. There was no, there was no need to bring in Presley. You had Abreu, you had Neres, Neres, you had Montero. Stanek looked like he was probably getting ready to go in. I mean, you had a litany of players in there. But look, um, if you are struggling to close deals and go deep into games or deep into playoffs with your business, cold outreach is wasting the time of both you, the buyer, and the seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. You may not have Jordan Alvarez or Kyle Tucker, but you have LinkedIn Deep Sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call it Deep Sales, and we've built in the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started today. All right, guys. So the Astros have another big game tomorrow. It's going to be Christian Javier on the mound. And uh, I believe Kirby is the other guy that's going to be. Yes. Uh, I don't really care about who's on the mound for the Mariners. It's going to be all about Christian Javier. This is going to be the story of the century. Christian Javier is going to come out and dominate the Mariners tomorrow. And you can catch all the play-by-play action on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Astros, and you can catch all the play-by-play coverage. Eric, out. Listen, I, I, I'm usually the one that jumps the gun here. I'm usually the one that dives in head first and like reckless abandon. But George Kirby, the last two starts against the Astros, has done very well against them. Last year in game three in the playoffs, he did very Put well. Now we ended up winning. <laughs> we, we, we won one to nothing. Thank you, Jeremy Pena, for that home run forever. Thank right. you in the 18th inning. But this is why tonight was a must win. Because if you lose this game tonight and then you're facing George Kirby, that is putting yourself behind the eight ball. And so now the Astros can go in breathing deeply, knowing that Javier's most recent start was really good. And you know you like to hit in this ballpark. I mean, if Martin Maldonado is getting on base, 
if guys are scoring with two outs, Mr. Cronus said earlier, I was nervous. I thought Abreu was going to be stranded. I did too, because the first time the ball was hit, I believe Chas McCormick hit the ball. Abreu hesitated. The, the infield was playing back. He should have scored, but Dubon came up and brought him in. And then after Dubon, you had Altuve, you had Maldonado. You had these guys come through. And when Tucker, look, Jordan Alvarez has gone 30 home runs the last three years in a row. You and I were talking, imagine this guy playing a full 162, or let's just say 150, the damage he could do at the plate. But Tucker needs to get swinging a hot bat. Dubon needs to get swinging a hot bat. Jordan, all these guys that have been struggling are looking good at the plate. And even though Altuve only got the one hit, it was a key hit at a key point in the game. And that early pressure, Castillo settled down afterwards, but until then, they had him figured out. So that was a very, very good team win tonight by the boys. Um, I think you misspelled Bregman. Bregman needs to get hot. Another offer tonight. <laughs> no, I just didn't say Bregman because he didn't do anything tonight. Well, forget all the other guys that did well today. I mean, what about the guy that's been that called out okay. a lot of the, the teammates? So you need to do better, guys. And now this he's is, on this little funk right now. But, but and and Eric, that is an excellent point. But let me counter that with that's what makes this team so much better than even the Mariners. Because even with like Julio Rodriguez was over tonight, that dude was a non factor in the game. He was a non-factor with his glove. He is one of the best young players in the game. Bregman, one of the best third basemen in the game, had a year almost matching his 2019 runner-up MVP season. And even when he's cold, Dubon and Maldonado and Abreu step up. That's how deep this team is. Oh, and one of the guys that has one of the top OPS in the league, Diaz, he was on the bench. Michael Brantley was on the bench ready to come in. So if one guy struggles, I'm fine. I, now, I would like Bregman to find his stroke because when he's hitting, he's clutch. But it's not as big of a deal when everybody else is doing their job. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I think we need to see, in order for the Astros to not just finish the season, make it to the playoffs, but to do well in the playoffs, we need to. Uh, Bregman was a big part of last year's playoffs. I know a lot of people say, well, Yuli was a big part. Yes. But I think that Bregman also was a big part. Uh, Alvarez, of course, but the whole team kind of came together. And uh, Jeremy Pena, uh, he's homerless in what, 270 at bats now or something? It's getting close to 270 at bats. It's been months since he's hit a home run. But I think that, uh, like you said, the Astros, when they're hitting well, they don't need to rely on him to hit a home run. They just need the they need everybody else to be doing stuff. And if you have Martin Malinado hitting uh, a double like he did, but it just felt like in that one inning where they scored four runs, they were hitting it to the same location on the field. It was all to left center field today. And the Mariners didn't make that adjustment. Well, if they're hitting all the balls right there, why don't we go ahead and maybe move the left fielder a little bit over a little bit and shift him over you know, a little bit. It was so funny. We were on our way back and, and Julio Rodriguez loved that ball. And, and Eric made the comment, man, if I only had Julio Rodriguez to put out there in center field every day. <laughs> and someone asked me, I was, I was on the bunches app tonight with um, some of our locked on fans. And they said, 
So is Chas McCormick our everyday center fielder next year? And I said, I don't see why not. I mean, I think he's earned the job. I mean, Chas McCormick has been phenomenal this year, Eric. He really has. And I absolutely love this team top to bottom. I love what we have in the bullpen. I think the bullpen, you you mentioned it the show before, the bullpen's been great. If these starting pitchers can do what Justin Verlander did, all bets are off. I don't care. Give us, give us a... Give us a wild card three game series in Tampa. I'll take yeah. it. I'll take it. Yeah. So Christian Javier, uh, it it wasn't just about the eleven strikeouts. It wasn't just about how well. I mean, just the overall numbers, but it's just how he looked. It just looked like he was a lot more confident on the mound. And if we have that Christian Javier back for the playoffs, the the rest of the league is in trouble. And uh, I think that the rest of the league is probably hoping the Astros are not going to make it to the playoffs because people are saying it across baseball. It's not just Eric Heisman saying this. It's the rest of baseball saying this. Like uh, people on MLB Network, the Astros know how to turn it on in the playoffs. It's just like this. I'm going to join the party. So yeah, uh, I, cannot, yeah. I cannot see a single thing. <laughs> you can't but, see through uh, your sunglasses. When the postseason starts, it just uh, the Astros just have a way of getting things done, and I think this season is going to be the same. But see, Eric's got actual Oakleys. I got these were literally a giveaway at the Astros game the other day. So Eric, Eric's got a little bit more street cred. You kind of look see. like Lance. <laughs> you kind of look like Lance Armstrong with those on. Minus minus the steroids. Minus the steroids. Sorry. Okay. Thank um, you. <laughs> Live strong. All right. Um, but seriously, dude, Javier needs to come out. And not only does he need to pitch a great game, but someone mentioned it here in the chat. He needs to get run support because last time he pitched, he didn't get any run support. Eric, the marathon runner. I like it. Macho man. Oh, yeah. Macho man, Randy Savage. Going to talk about the Astros tonight, baby. What are you doing? <laughs> Macho man. Yeah. All right, don't get me started, man. I got some WWE voices hidden in there somewhere. I might have to break them out if they keep winning. Well, uh, keep winning. They're on one game streak, Brett. <laughs> Let's uh, call Eric, the horses. Have you seen what they did the last three games? Oh, okay. yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just being silly, but uh, let's hope that they just like the offense we saw tonight is something that we have not seen in a while. You're the, right. That the is overall correct. pitching. By starting pitching, like starting pitching for the Houston Astros has been terrible for the past month or so. And for them to get eight innings out of Verlander, then you have the bullpen come in and do what they've been doing and the offense to do. This was a all-round team game. And so, no, no 19th <laughs> inning game. Because tomorrow's game starts at no, 9 No, not that one. Hold on. No, not that one. I meant to put this one up. Eric, that's a one-game win streak. Come on, dude. Be positive, bro. Nope. Or I'll be back. Oh God, I, can't no. see I cannot see. How can, dude? Because I have so many more? lights on, and then it's reflecting off my sunglasses, so I can't see. So I've got light there. We need there. we we now need pre-production meetings and action. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, moving on to George Kirby, uh, he has a 11-10 record or 3.58 ERA. He's got a one point. He has 161 strikeouts. I did look up what he's been doing 
the last seven games. He's one and two with a 4.40 ERA. But if you look at it, the Mariners as a whole have been sucking recently. So their whole team has been struggling. I think they're on the, what, seven-game losing streak, eight-game losing streak. So um, this is something that uh, I think the Astros need to take advantage of. Just keep on uh, pressing that pedal to the metal. No mercy. And just go for the, the kill, so to speak. So and here's the thing. George Kirby. George Kirby has – he only has one start against them this year. He had one last year. Um, He went 6.2 innings, gave up six hits and one earned run. No home runs. Now, I would like to say that I believe that was in Houston, okay? George Kirby is playing on the road where the Astros this year – are an amazing road team. If he gives up six hits tomorrow, Eric, I would beg to differ. I would, I would say that he gets that he gives up at least three to four runs. If he gives up six hits with the way this offense is looking like they are on the road, because they are a completely different team. Now what happens? Let's, let's say fast forward. Okay. Let's just be super optimistic here. We make it to the playoffs. We make it through the wild card. Okay. We, we win that series. We win two games out of three up in, up in Tampa. What is it going to, what are they going to talk about? How are they going to counter their recent lack of production at home? Because they're going to have to play at home in the playoffs. Um, If they're, they are the sixth seed, they are going to play all the road games. So maybe that's, well, they're going to play more road games. Maybe that is an advantage. Yeah. So, Hey, maybe we don't want the division, but look, if you want to be well and you want to feel well, you need to check out the Jace case. Eric has one right there. It provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. Don't take them while we're on air all at once. All it takes is to get a great Jace case. um, Fill out a simple online form like Eric did. In some cases, all you have to do is jump on a quick call with board certified physicians, get ongoing care from our physicians on any treatment related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. So don't get caught unprepared. Everyone knows that you need to feel empowered and loved ones need to as well when things are unexpected. We in the Gulf Coast area know all too well what happens when natural disasters occur. And sometimes those supply chains get shut down and we're not really able to get everything we need. So if you grab a Jace case, I promise you, you won't go wrong. After you fill out the form, the life-saving medications will be sent right to your door. They give you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you have access to medication when those things occur. So get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Empower yourself for the care you need today. And make sure that if you are going to go watch the game, you need to go hang out where the guys at Locked On Astros hang out. That's your local Hooters. Whether you're in Galveston, Pasadena, Seabrook, Sugarland, Katy, Humble, anywhere in between, they have great specials. If you're listening on a Tuesday, they have nine ninety nine burgers and fries. You also look if you're a, if you're a wings guy like me, the smoked wings are top notch. They are phenomenal, some of the best in the city. They typically have happy hour Monday through Fridays, two to seven, and then ten p.m. to close. Three dollar Blue Moon drafts, nine ninety nine Michelob Ultra pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is ready to make you happy. 
So go check out the world famous Hooters girls. Let her ser- let them serve you today. All right, guys. So tomorrow's the big game. Uh, we all want to know what Christian Javier, which one is going to show up. Is it going to be a good one or a bad one? But you can catch all the play-by-play action on SiriusXM. Just download the SXM app and search Astros and you'll see them. So anyway, let's go ahead and talk about the big elephant in the room. And there is a big elephant in the room. And that is the fact that the Mariners fans were cheering when Jose Altuve got hit. Uh, So this is not the first time we've seen them do this. And I know that people across baseball hate the Astros. I know that we uh, heard a book review about winning fixes everything uh, today. And we heard a lot of great, um, I mean, not great, but we heard a lot of excerpts about that. But Jose Altuve did not cheat, and Jose Altuve does not deserve this. And I know Jose Altuve kind of feeds off of this, and that's why he he probably does better on the road. But still, even if it's a player we hate, Aaron Judge, I don't know a player that we hate off the top of my head, but I would not cheer a whole stadium, cheer when he gets hit by a pitch, especially in the elbow. I know he had the elbow pad and everything, but still, this is not the first time he's done it. And this is just, uh, um, whatever. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it's baffling. It's almost so dumbfounding that it really is. It almost seems like a waste of words or energy or time to even focus on it. Because I get it if someone like the opposing team guys running for a ball and falls flat on his face because he trips or something, you laugh. Okay, I get that. that. That's hijinks, whatever. It's a game. But to cheer joyfully, you know what? You know what, Seattle? Keep cheering. Like, seriously, just keep cheering. The more you cheer and the more you boo this man, the more you're going to light the fire under his tail. And this little guy that's 5'6 from Venezuela is going to humble you really quick. And you will stay in your place in Northwest America and not be in the playoffs. Bottom line, it's going to get cold. It's going to get cold. It's going to rain. Go listen to your Nirvana music or whatever y'all do up in Seattle. But to boo Jose Altuve when he gets hit, to boo or to boo him when – I don't care if you move to cheer when he gets hit. That's bull crap. And I, I, I hate it. I wasn't going to say anything, but you know what? I'm done with it. I would not expect anything more out of this fan base. Now I will say this to counter that. I do have some friends that are up there at the game and they have said that the fans, the Seattle fans have actually been really nice to them this time around. They have not had any issues. So I don't know that all the cheers came from every single fan but they were loud enough that you could hear them through the tv okay um i don't want to overstate the fact that alvarez had his 30th home run and tucker yeah. had his 29th home run so that they're about to so tucker's about to join the 30 club as well so and i, I don't know exactly how many alvarez uh, has done it three years in a row yeah and i believe he has 28 stolen bases right no, now. no 29 so he's he has 29, 29 stolen bases 29 right now. So okay, he's got to get a home run and a stolen base in the next five games to join the 30, 
30 club. And that's um, a big accomplishment. So Tucker has some goals and it's not to reach that it's to reach the postseason. And I do think that their goal is still to reach the, uh, to win the AL West, but realistically at this point, they are up a game and a half over the Mariners. But if you look at what they're, they're two and a half games behind the, Rangers, a lot has to have go well for that to happen. And so yeah. it's mathematically as math teacher, it's possible, but the odds are just not in their favor with five games left. So if the magic number to clinch is four now, does that mean the magic number to win the division is five or actually to win the division to leapfrog a team? Don't you, do you gain? You have question. to count their losses too. Okay, so so, so if it's okay, so it's so it's your win and their loss, that would be two games moving up, right? Yeah. So it's a okay. combination of wins and losses. So you okay. have to make okay, up that's the what I two and a half games. And so they we do have the off day, and um both the Mariners and Rangers will be playing each other. Oh, and so last night I, I do want to say this. There there was someone that that reached out to me on Twitter. Um, he actually watched the show and he was like, Hey, I just watched the show and I wanted to let you know, cause we were talking about who could come up and who, who couldn't come up. And I wasn't clear on the rule myself, but he basically, his name is Corey. And he, he literally explained the 40 man by nine one, they can still be added and all this stuff. And he even attached the article about the K rod rule. And so I appreciate fans like this because sometimes when we do this live, I don't know everything there is to know about baseball, but when we have you guys interact with us like this online, it means a lot. I went up, I read up on it. And so I just thought that was really cool that that fan took time to say, Hey, this is the correct information. And so thank y'all so much for being graceful because you know what? We don't know it all, but we do love the Astros. He was not needed. But apparently, Michael Brantley was available on the bench today. Uncle so, Mike? There's a chance we may see Michael Brantley back in action this year. We will so see. So you're saying there's a chance. Maybe. Look, look, here's the thing. I hope you don't need him. How's that? How's that for optimism? Why are we going to play him if the team's hitting and winning? Why are we going to play him? If, He's if Michael we know... freaking Brantley. You want him in the lineup. But if you need yeah. him in the lineup. No, no, not if we don't need him, we don't. Not if you're winning games without him, you don't need him. We're on a one-game streak, Brett. Calm down. It's a one-game winning streak. I know. <laughs> hey, this was fun, Eric. I'm really glad they won. Thank you, guys. Look, thank y'all for showing up. 237 of y'all. I want to see 237 likes. Let's do a challenge. And thank y'all so much for hanging out with us. He's Eric, the man Heisman, like the trophy. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse like the house and with the wheel <laughs> this is with the wheel <laughs> the wheel and look i'm keeping the shades on baby the shades are gonna keep going let's keep winning and thank you culture kings for this sweet hat orbit trucker that's what's up baby all right uh we'll see you tomorrow and go strokes oh yeah macho man randy savage yeah